Hello and hey there. Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast, a show where we rank and discuss any lists you can imagine. Best childhood trend, top gaming consoles, best blenders, nothing is off limits. Everyone is wrong, even when we think they are right. I'm your host today, Eric Shane, and with me as always is... Zach Rancourt. Zach Rancourt, how is your week going so far? It's early on, but it's Christmas week. How you doing, bud? Well, it's the playoffs, and uh, Leonard Fournette is going to be out for my first actual week that I need him in the playoffs, but um, I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. It's uh, living on a prayer. I'm Bon Jovi in it this, this year. It's a stressful time of year for everybody, but also as fantasy football idiots, uh, mm-hmm. it's the worst. Why do we do this to ourselves? You know who we should ask that question to is uh, Mr. Tom Lockhart. Tom, why do we do this to ourselves? Um, we hate ourselves deep down yeah. inside yeah. and, uh, we just don't enjoy that we exist as people. So we decide to, uh, really make ourselves into idiots every week. This is true. That's beautifully mm-hmm. put Tom. <laughs> well put. And on that cheerful note, we, uh, well, it, it is Christmas week. So we decided that we needed to have something topical. So jingle bells, Batman spells, Robin laid an egg, Batmobile lost a wheel and Joker ran away. Tis the season. Ho, ho, ho. And Merry Christmas and all that other jazz. Today, we're going to discuss our top five Christmas gifts to enhance the discussion. We didn't share a list with each other. By no means at all are we experts or historian in this or any other category. We're just a few dudes who like to talk about nonsense. So these top five gifts, Christmas gifts, gifts we've received, gifts just, you know, we've given or just top end what's really good for a Christmas gift. So, Tom, why don't you go ahead and start us off? What is number one on your list? Number one on my list is the Sony PlayStation. Okay. The reason the Sony PlayStation is on here instead of the Super Nintendo is my brother stopped playing video games when we got the Sony PlayStation. I didn't have to share it with him. So that was the console that was mine, basically, because I'm the youngest and nobody else played it in the house. So it was all Tom. Tom got to play it all the time. It was still in the living room, you know, where anyone could play it. But my brother was off doing like, you know, things outside, playing football, being a, you know, a regular kid. And I was being a nerd sitting Mm. in there playing my Final Fantasy seven and all of my great PlayStation games. Um, the Super Nintendo probably is better as a system, but when you don't have to share something, it's a thousand times better. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know what that was like until I was out on my own. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I guess I can immediately piggyback off of yours here. I was going to go with just gaming consoles in general, um, and not even just consoles, but also you know, Game Boys, gaming devices, video game devices. Um, I remember getting a Game Boy when I was a kid. That was a big, big, big deal. Uh, we got a Sega Genesis one year. I remember getting a, super, uh, not the Super Nintendo, but the regular Nintendo way back in the day with uh, Mario and Duck Hunt. You remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I played it at my grandparents. They had a regular Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, we had that uh, Sega, Sega Genesis, Sega CD. We played a lot of Sonic, and that was the... I think it was on Sega. It was the first time we played Madden. I think it was Madden 92 was the first Sounds one. So, right. yeah, gaming consoles and gaming devices are, are number one on my list, too. So I, I think we kind of uh, double down on that. But I had to other than the Game Boy, I had to share. I had a big family. I had a lot of brothers and sisters. So I and I was the second oldest. So I had to share everything. Um, 
I didn't even play computer games until I was like in the sixth grade. I think it was the first time I played or seventh grade was the first time I ever played a computer game. And mm-hmm. the computer was, we had one computer in the house. It was the family computer, you know, had the, the dial up AOL and <laughs> you know, that whole thing. You've got mail. Yeah. You know, things have, things have changed in 25 years. So yeah, a <laughs> yeah definitely. So Game, yeah, definitely gaming consoles. So, uh, I think we can go ahead and go right to Zach. Zach, what's your what's the number one on your list? Well, that's uh, such a coincidence because I also have a gaming console as as oh, my hey. number one. Uh, again, no particular order, but I love video games. I, right before this, I was actually just playing Halo Infinite nice. for the Nintendo sixty four, which is what I got. Nintendo sixty four. I'm just kidding. I was playing it for the Xbox Series X. But my uh, one of my all time favorite Christmas gifts was the Nintendo sixty four back in 1997. Mm. It, I was a young lad by the age of ten years old. And we, my brother and I had to share it, but it was mostly mine. In fact, I have two in my room that I'm looking at right now, and I probably have about 50 different games. But I just remember playing those things left and right. Uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is still one of my favorite games ever, and it is for the N64. I loved Star Fox. I loved Mario. I mean, anything 64 after the title was really, really cool. Uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron, that was another really great game. Of course, all the Madden games on it, too. Um, It was it was pretty hard to beat. But the N64 was very instrumental in my in my life, in the (laughs) the machinations that is Zach Rancourt. So, (laughs) (laughs) no, it's a a big deal. I I remember when N64 came out, it was huge. It, It just took over the whole damn world. Sega CD was like a big, big, big jump from the regular Sega cartridges uh, in terms of technology. But it wasn't it wasn't huge because I think uh, PlayStation was really, really big right about then. So mm-hmm. um, I played Super Shark. That's a game nobody would remember. Uh, <laughs> a lot of Super Shark. Uh, Wing Commander. That was the first time I played Wing Commander was on Sega CD. Wing Commander was one of my all-time favorite games. Um, in fact, uh, the creator of Wing Commander has... He's been building a game called Star Citizen for like 10 years now. Uh, and that game's coming out. Uh, I play the alpha with that quite a bit. Um, yeah, gaming consoles, really cool. N64, uh, we had a neighbor who, neighbor kid who had that. And he, he thought he was the hot shit because he had it. And uh, he kind of was. He kind of was. Yeah. Fucking bastard. Was. Asshole. Yet Zach had an N64, so Zach, Zach, Zach was pulled run. Okay. Yeah, sure. Confirmed. <laughs> I share it with my brother, though. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Tom had uh, he was the baby of the family, so he got everything uh, all to himself. Uh, yes, I was very spoiled. I admit that. All freely. right. Well, why don't you talk about your number two then? We'll just kind of go through this list really quick because our last our last episode was like really long. So uh, let's let's so pitter patter. Let's get at her. My next one, I know I've talked about on past podcast i think it was when i was talking about Buckethead, and that was my megazord so this was the last i would say toy that i actually got excited about because i'm pretty sure i got this the christmas before i got a playstation and decided toys were dumb and video games are great (laughs) so i got my megazord i was i loved the power rangers when i was a kid i used to like walk down the street and i'd like punch and kick and you know like do karate down the street like i was a power ranger yeah of course and i remember i remember mike's sister made fun of me because she saw me like doing that down the street as i was walking to his house to go like hang out with him and i felt so bad and i 
and thinking of that as an adult, I'm like, wow, she Tasha? was a real bitch. Yeah, yeah, Tasha. Tasha you she, bitch. I know. Oh, There's we know no chance in hell she will ever, <laughs> ever, ever listen to this podcast. There's no way. Even if you linked like, it to her, she wouldn't listen to it. That's true. Uh, I think I but will. Yeah, I, I love the power. I watched it every day before yeah. school because it, it would come on in the morning at like 645 or something like that or whatever time. Yeah. And I was just I would watch that. Then I get on the school bus and I just love that Megazord for about a week. And then it was super boring. <laughs> it didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got a whole week out of it, huh? that's pretty good for uh for a toy i think right yeah well it's plastic right yeah plastic and it kind of bent a little bit but it didn't really do tons that you could you could just be like oh i'm gonna beat you up but there wasn't any like big monsters to fight against with it because it didn't come out with like big power rangers monsters too which is weird (laughs) <laughs> so what's what's the megazord gonna fight nothing <laughs> capitalism really let you down there buddy it did i want i want more giant plastic nonsense well you know speaking of giant plastic nonsense uh the next one on my list is actually sporting equipment Ooh. so i don't know if it's actually plastic not all of it's plastic but do you remember getting your first baseball mitt when you were a kid like your first real one yes you guys played ball right mm-hmm. uh yeah. no Okay, well, yeah, I did. Played a little league for a lot of years. Uh, you learn to to break it in. You get the shaving cream in there. You got to like you know do the mic. A lot of people have a lot of different techniques. We used like shaving cream, really worked it in there, and hit it in the microwave for like thirty seconds, and and like tied a belt around it, like cinched it down really freaking hard, and cinched it around a baseball, and then stuck it under the mattress and laid on top of that. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Yes, Any I'm very aware about? of the okay. technique. Yes, okay. there's okay, all sorts good. of them. And then yep. you dropped it to the bottom of the ocean and let it really just solidify into. I mean, if you're just going to fuck Atlantis. around. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is real, this is what we did. Uh, getting uh, my, my first regulation football when I was a kid, like the oh, real yeah. actual NFL size football, way too big for my hand, like way, way, way. But, you know, I was yeah. I was John Elway. I was Joe Montana. I was Steve Young at that point. I even tried throwing left-handed. And yet you were not throwing spirals with that thing. No, I was (laughs) not. (laughs) I could make it do the spiral thing if I threw it sideways. That that works, I guess. No, it doesn't. It's horrible. It's (laughs) awful. It's really bad. But um, I never got a bat. They just couldn't afford it. Like I said, second oldest in a big family. Uh, My stepbrother got a lot of the cooler stuff. He was a couple of years younger than me. But... I, I didn't get any of the cooler stuff, but I did get the, you know, getting that regulation football or getting, a, you know, that mint. That's a really special kind of gift when you're a kid. It's like you're uh, uh, you're graduating to that next level of Little League or whatever. And uh, I think it's pretty cool. So uh, what kind of sporting equipment did you guys get? Uh, footballs for me, because um, I played football and ran track. Those were my two sports. Um yeah. yeah, and and the football, you think it's a great like oh my god they got me a football for Christmas and then you nowadays you're like football's like fifteen bucks, <laughs> that's the cheapest gift ever. Well, it was really cool. I mean, it was a good bang for your buck, and the kid would go outside and get out of your house where you live and go play yeah. with the ball. So maybe you could do stuff around the house and not have the kids underfoot. Yeah. What about you, Zach? Uh, I mean, I didn't really get many sporting 
items, I guess, yeah. for the holidays. I can't think of at least. You didn't Those, get like that was a... mostly that was mostly birthdays and just anytime we needed it, sort of thing. Oh, okay. Um, if we were doing a sport, but I don't really remember receiving like a mitt or anything like that for for Christmas. Well, Christmas was a good time to get the mitt because you had a couple of months before, you know, tryouts like little league tryouts and things like that. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a good time to get it. So for any of you parents out there whose kids want to go, you know, do the sport ball, Christmas is a good time to get them a mitt, get them, get them worked up. So, uh, well, okay. I think we can move into our, your number two, Zach. What's your, uh, what's your second one? I also like Tom was a huge Power Rangers fan. And so the year was 93 and, uh, I got, again, I had to share this with my brother, but we got all five of the Power Rangers action figures. We didn't get any Zords. We just actually, we might have. I was in the newspaper about it. That's all I remember. But I do specifically remember getting the uh, action figures themselves. Uh, so yeah, you know the Red Ranger, White or Red yeah, Red Ranger, Black Ranger, Yellow Ranger, Blue Ranger. Uh, what else was there? What am I missing? Pink Ranger. Oh yeah, and that's it. And it was awesome. Um, had a really good time with that. Uh, eventually, I think we got the the Zords, so we could do the Megazord. Uh, ours lasted a very long time. We actually had them up until about 10 or 11 years ago when they got lost in a house fire. And oh, that no. was a, a real bummer. I was more upset about that than anything. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, no, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. But it was, it was it, I mean, I was still upset about it. it I mean, was, I, it say, a, it I say, I say, yeah, I say because like you're joking, not joking. No, it was a bummer. Okay. So, I, but I love the shit out of Power Rangers. They were like my favorite thing for the longest time. I was obsessed with them. So, actually, it was, it was around 95. That sounds about right. 95, because that would have put me at about uh, eight years old. So, and I was, I feel like I equate eight to a lot of stuff. But it was cool. It was good times for sure. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a good time. Yeah. You start to really remember stuff right yeah, around that age. And I didn't do karate like Tom was, was doing karate on the streets. I did real karate. I actually was in karate class and stuff. But that wasn't because of the Power Rangers. That was just because I wanted to do karate. I like yeah. Jackie Chan a lot. So, uh, yeah, and also Karate Kid was huge when we were kids. So you know, there's also that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I definitely did the street karate, uh, street fighter stuff. Hundred percent. Street fighter. Super badasses. <laughs> we're, we're definitely badasses. It like pisses me fighter. off that, that Tosh. Pisses me off that Tosh was so mean to you, Tom. I know. It's it makes so me mean. mad. It's so. Ugh. I was just practicing kicking ass. Whoa. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know why that was so funny. <laughs> I was just practicing kicking ass. Because you're, you're picturing me at like five to seven years old, whatever it was, just like kicking Hi-ya! ass down the street. Hi-ya. I just Hi-ya, beat up Mister. a, uh, I don't know, a putty. <laughs> All right. Well. What about, uh, I think, number three on the list there, Tom? Maybe you could start us off there with uh, your number three. Yeah, my number three is probably the least exciting on my list, and that is pajama pants. Okay. From the age of 10 to probably like 32, I got a pair of pajama pants every Christmas. And I used to love pajama pants. I would just, that's what I would sleep in. Pajama pants, no shirt. Uh, and as I got older and older, I started running hotter and hotter and hotter to where we're at the point where I just wear boxers. And then once my wife falls asleep, I turn on the fan. Like even now in the winter, I will turn on the fan 
and I'll still be too hot. Like on max fan volume, like it's just going at me. I'm still sweating in bed. I just, I've, I've run hot for the past 10 years, um, which is great if you want to cuddle with me because I am just a ball of warmth. But do, I'm gonna no, burst do, into do flames tell, at any noted. minute. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to cuddle up with me, you Always. are not gonna go cold. If we're out in the snow, I'm gonna melt that snow away. Pass. But, <laughs> this got very but, sexy. But yeah, right. pajama pants. It, it was nice to know I, I knew one gift every year. I was gonna get pajama pants, and if I didn't get them, something was wrong in the house. Like, oh, wow. we need to reassess the whole situation here. And hmm. yeah, I actually, I still have some of the pajama pants that I got before, uh, they stopped getting them for me. Um, but I never wear them, but they are still in my bottom drawer okay. waiting to be worn again. Well, that's a really good option. I was, uh, I, I didn't choose pajama pants. I actually just kept it. Uh, my number three was just clothes in general because we'd always get clothes for Christmas. That was, that was never anything you, it was never anything that I looked forward to as a kid. You know what I mean? Because it's you know, socks or whatever. Like this is these are practical things. And it doesn't seem like a, a special treat, but no. Hey, you you need socks and PJ pants are really cool. Um, get new shirts, new sports gear. Uh, get like a, 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 a like a, a fate. You know, get a team's uh, a t shirt. We didn't get jerseys because those are you know then and now very very expensive. But you know, uh, get a shirt of a team that you like. Get a Mariners shirt or something like that. It, it's it's a really cool uh, treat for for Christmas. So, clothing is one of those ones where uh, it's tough, especially as an adult. Like I don't like buying clothes for my wife unless she specifically sends me a link and tells me exactly what to buy and what size. Because that's God, what I tell my wife too. Is that can backfire so quickly. Send, on yeah, you too. send me yeah. exact things. <laughs> this when, is yeah. When I was uh, when I was. 20 mm-hmm. i was or 19 maybe yeah it was 20 i was dating this gal and we she needed a dress for my sister's graduation so we were in burlington and we were driving around and we saw a store over by the best buy and i said oh hey why don't we go there that store was lane bryant uh i don't know if you know what lane bryant is but it's uh it's geared for plus size women um okay. i didn't know that <laughs> and oh, no. she started she started crying and, oh, I, and no, I was like Zach. She's like, she's like, I can't believe you said that. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, like, I thought that they would have good stuff. I just, I just saw they had dresses and stuff. I was like, oh, why don't we go there? Lane Bryant. And uh, yeah, I got in trouble. <laughs> but um, I learned very quickly what Lane Bryant was. Oh, yes, Zach. you did. <laughs> don't worry. I've changed my ways. I still do stupid things and get caught with my pants down like that every once in a while. But yeah, that was bad. <laughs> So the the reason that I don't have clothes on mine is my mom is terrible at getting clothes. And I don't mean like she just gets ugly things. It's two weeks before Christmas, she'll come upstairs and she'll ask, what what's your pant size? And I'll tell her what my mm-hmm. pant size is. And then she will not get that size. And I don't know what's going <laughs> on because she'll write it down and everything. But somehow between it being written down and her buying it at the store, it just isn't the size. It'll be like two sizes too big. And it's like, wh- what happened here? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how this could have happened. Damn it, mom. Uh, and that, uh, that was my childhood is just pants never being the right size and having to go back and get new pants. 
I love clothes and I actually buy more clothes for myself during birthdays and holidays and well, just in general, obviously. But uh, as I've gotten older and I, I like getting clothes for friends because I, I think I have a pretty solid fashion sense. And so I, I'd like to get something. I'm like, hey, I think this will look good on you. But that's also backfired on me, too, because I've had a friend who was like, oh, I don't like these shoes. And I was like, well, tough shit. You know, yeah. it's a gift. You should probably just say, hey, thanks. You know, that's <laughs> that's just appreciate what it what it is. So it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's a tough needle to thread there because you want to mm-hmm. get them something you're confident they're going to get or wants. And then, you know, if you. If you fuck it up, then yeah. Except for the fact that a, a gift uh, for for what it is should always be accepted graciously and be like, oh my of god, course. thank you so much for this uh, pencil you got me. Like, of course, it's, it blows my mind that some people get so upset with it. But clothes are a good one, man. I I love when people get me sweaters and button ups and pants that fit me. So, <laughs> well, I'm glad that you like it. It's it's tricky, but you know. I'm, I'm glad you've enjoyed it. Uh, what about your number three? What about you? So I let me see what I have on my list. Um, OK, so mine's a newer edition and, and Tom can attest because we talk about this. I feel like we talk about this on almost every episode. But in 2019, I got an air fryer and yeah. I was uh, one of the OG air fryer people that got on that bandwagon early on. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's probably, it's one of the best gifts. My friend Matt got it for me. It's one of the best gifts I've ever received just because I use that thing every single day and it has replaced my oven essentially. I mean, I don't, I don't bake. I, you know, I'll I'll make things uh, in the oven every once in a while, but I'm talking like twice a year sort of thing. I use my air fryer every single day. And that thing has been holding up like a champ since, since December of 2019. I've, I've like put a lot of mileage on it. So, um, Absolutely a huge fan of air fryers. Can't say enough about them. I wish I was a paid spokesman for air fryers. Oh, you know, like the Ronco <laughs> Roaster or the George Foreman Grill. I wish I could be that type of spokesperson. But I love my air fryer, man. That's I think every household needs one. Needs two, actually. They need yeah. two. I think I'm like five to one on using air fryer to, to oven where air fryer I'm using five times to the ovens once and uh yeah i really only use the oven to do like uh pizza or if i'm uh when i make pulled pork i crisp it up in the oven with the broiler that's the only time i think i use my oven actually (laughs) Hmm. well i i uh i got a hand-me-down air fryer Ooh. yeah you know it's okay it's uh the timer's a little weird uh so it's kind of her weird to work that out and the preheat and how long it takes preheat takes a little bit of getting used to but uh, i did warm up pizza with it Mm -hmm. oh yeah game changer i know it's so cool or fries if you have like leftover fries oh man i tried making wings but i made it wrong i like covered them and like i i i I fucked it up uh i mean they still cooked them but it was Mm -hmm. just like they were kind of they weren't crispy like i expected and it's because i put the oil like all over the wings themselves instead of just like I, I did it wrong. I, just a little spray. That's all. Yeah, yeah you, it was more. I did more than. Yeah, that. you don't really need much oil for the for the wings. Just toss them, and yeah. then with some salt and pepper and stuff too. I came across something on on on. Uh, I, I can't remember what the website was, but they were talking about how air frying is like, uh, super not at all healthy, like at all. Um, what? And yeah, I don't I don't know what to tell you. I'm just saying, I somebody somewhere I can't remember what. Maybe I can find the link and I can tell you all about it. 
they're just, just like a yeah. convection oven. All it does is heat things up and uh, twirl it around in a circle. I, I, I guess I'm confused <laughs> on what this person. If you if you toss it in a bunch of oil, yeah, I mean, you know, but that's anything. And maybe that's what they're getting yeah. at. Maybe or, that's what they're getting at. Or if and, they're yeah. saying like you can eat mozzarella sticks every day, it's like, well, yeah, you shouldn't eat mozzarella sticks every day, but they're delicious. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's let's not be telling <laughs> people false things like that. Let's you not say things we don't mean. Sticks. <laughs> mozzarella sticks are pretty good. <laughs> they are good. And- if they make me a little fat, yeah, I'll just have to sit down even longer. I mean, I use my air fryer for my vegetables, so miss me with that. They're unhealthy for you. Think not you. I'm talking about the guy or girl whoever wrote. Uh, and that again, article. I can I can I can cite nothing. I'm just telling you what you know. Yeah. If I find the link, I'll send it your way. But did you do your own research, Eric? <laughs> uh, I didn't actually go that far. I just listened to you. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I know somebody who knows somebody who said. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there we go. There's a lot of there's a lot of that. It just seems to me like this is basically a toaster oven. Like yeah, it, you, it, it, you it's, it's it, yeah, it's it's better than a toaster oven in the sense of like the speed. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a lot like a toaster oven. That's what it strikes me as. It's just, you know, we're, we're talking mm-hmm. about a toaster oven. So. OK, well, I think we can roll into our number four already, I think. Uh, Tom, you want to go ahead and talk about your number four? So this one is actually like an entire Christmas, and we're going to call it Pizza Christmas. Okay. (laughs) This was last Christmas. Um, My wife and her parents all got gifts related to pizza. I got three pizza books with different pizza recipes all throughout it. Um, I got a pizza stone. I got a pizza peel. I got... um, Pizza socks. Have you ever seen the pizza socks that like it? it, So it so it comes in a box that's like pizza uh, box and you open it and then each individual sock is either shaped like crust or the pizza slice. (laughs) So it's just a full circle of what looks like a pizza. And then they have pizza designs on them to, you know, you have pepperoni and stuff. So I, I got pizza socks. Um, yeah. And it was just a pizza full Christmas where right after I got it, my wife said, but you can't make too much pizza because <laughs> we can't get fat. <laughs> and it's like, so you gave me all of this. <sighs> and then it's like, but we can't be having pizza all the time. It's like, but we have to have pizza all the time. Yeah. That's why Here, you got all this. Here's a bunch of ammo. You're not allowed to go to the range. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I actually have two doughs in my fridge right now because tomorrow I'm going over to our friend Gordy's and I'm going to make pizza for everyone. I'm making yeah, a are. dish and I'm also making a uh, Sicilian tray bake. Oh, uh, buddy. Because apparently uh, Vicky's wife, or Vicky's parents are visiting from England yep. and apparently her father doesn't like pizza. And oh. that boggles my mind. That's weird. We're going to have to that correct that. a person yeah, out weird. there. It's So I'm making him two types of pizza and I'm going to make him eat all of it. Sounds good. Yeah, I saw him, saw him the other night. They're, they're doing good. They were having fun. You know, they were still recovering from the night prior uh, when they got in. So they're definitely, definitely already having a good time. But uh, yeah, that's going to be really good, man. I'm looking forward to being over there with you and yeah, enjoying that. Too. And we're going to yeah. convert this man. <laughs> we will. It's going to happen. All right. Well, I think I'll slip into my number four. Uh, speaking of building things, you like to build pizza. You know what else is really good for building things? Legos. Mm. 
Hey, <laughs> you guys get Legos as a kid? Yeah, set them up as no, booby actually, traps. Yeah, no Legos at all. When really? Huh? Really? Yeah, we used to like to build like custom spaceships and stuff. And I would always build a gun. I would just default it for a gun because that's all I could do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't creative. <laughs> yeah, we 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 build. A, well, I mean, you would do that too. Hundred percent would do that too, and like axes and hit each other with them. Yeah. <laughs> like a sword, beat the shit out of each other. But yeah, no, we had just buckets of Legos back when you could buy them for less than a mortgage. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the prices lately, but they're astronomical for just a, a few of them. Um, I, I could pull up the list here momentarily and tell you just a few that are just they're in the hundreds of dollars for any amount of Legos. It's crazy, but. They're really cool for kids to be creative and build stuff. You know, like I said, we used to build spaceships and uh, boats and stuff and take them into the bathtub, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, do the naval battle stuff in the bathtub. That was fun. Legos are a really fun gift. Um, and because of all the the creative component that comes with it, it inspires kids to, um, you know, yes, they can follow the plan and that's an important skill for them to learn but also to sort of stretch out from it and make your own thing. Um, it also teaches them to lay booby traps all over the house. So their parents step on them and get mad. And yeah, cause they, they, they hurt <laughs> a yeah. lot. It's so. crazy how expensive Legos are now too. the, the, yeah. the kits. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. When we just had like how you're saying, yeah, we get, we used to have the big buckets, the big buckets of Legos and then, yeah, it's weird, man. I, I, I guess uh, I, I don't know. And when I was doing loss prevention at like Target and other places, people would steal Lego sets and resell them just because they were so expensive. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. I, I knew two guys who would buy Lego sets and then keep them for like four or five years and then wow. sell them because they would go up so much after they're not being sold anymore for whatever it was. Like, I remember there was a Lord of the Rings one where like only some of the boxes would come with a cave troll. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that cave troll would go for like hundreds of dollars. And it's just like, really? Oh, yeah. like, I just went to the website right crazy. now. So like uh, uh, for Star Wars, the Star Wars collection, like the AT-AT, you know, the Walker. Yeah. yeah. $800. $800. What the hell? What on earth? I'm looking at the Marvel stuff, too. Um I mean, just an astronomical amount of, of money for this stuff. I mean, some of it, like to keep it cheap, you just don't really get anything. Um, Star Wars, uh, like the Imperial shuttle with like a pilot and whatever. It's like 70 bucks. You know, their attack shuttles is like a hundred bucks. Stormtrooper helmets, 50 bucks. Uh, these ships are, you know, like, wow. I, I don't. I don't, they weren't anywhere near that when we, I know inflation does this thing. I'm saying on, on a scale, even on the scale, Legos were not this expensive when we were kids. There's no way my parents would have been able to afford Legos if they cost anywhere close to what they cost here. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's fascinating. I don't know. You know, uh, maybe there are cheaper options out there, but they are really cool. So. Uh, that's my number four. I actually, my favorite one was building a millennium Falcon when I was a full, full on millennium Falcon. But, um, well, when I say full on, I mean like it was like a foot and a half. <laughs> like now you can get the millennium Falcon, but it's like a thousand dollars. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So if you're a collector, if you like building models or whatever, have you, I'm just wondering why you would 
spend that money on Legos to build a model when you can get like a model kit for probably a fraction of the cost that would look like um like the right like a model used on the movie set is what it would look like if you do it right. Yeah. There are people who build models for that's their recreation, that's what they do, you know, that's their thing. Uh-huh. Um, aesthetically I like the idea of it, but God, I don't have the patience. I, I have the attention to detail, but I don't have the patience. I would lose my shit trying to hold my hand steady like that. So <laughs> but okay. Well that's my number four Legos. So I think Zach, we're moving into your number four, sir. Cool. So um, I really liked uh, remote control cars back in the day. Mm-hmm. And around 94, there was this one from the brand Tyco, and it was called Python. It was awesome. So the the premise of it, basically, or the idea behind it is you drive it around, and it has a little button that you press on the, on the control that a snake pops up. It's a python. And it squirts water out of its mouth. And so you could squirt people with a squirt gun and then drive away. It was awesome. So nice. I would always get my sister because she was like two years younger than me. So I'd drive around and she'd be outside like playing or whatever. And I'd go with the car right up to her and squirt her and then drive away. Nice. Um, it worked like once or twice. And then each other time I crashed or you have like 10 hours of battery with or I'm sorry, 10 <laughs> minutes of battery with this. You charge it for like three hours and you get like 10 minutes of battery. It was this was a bad time for batteries in the 90s. But anyhow, <laughs> um, I love the shit out of that thing. And I built like my dad. He was he had a construction company. He's like really good at building shit. And so we built a jump for it. So I'd like take it off jumps. And I'd le- I, when it, whenever it would rain, I'd go outside and like set it up by a puddle so it could jump off the jump into the water because that's how the commercial was. It was like, yeah, puddle jumping and all this. And it was awesome, man. So I loved uh, my Python uh, RC car. <laughs> I later got one called a ricochet, which just had it was like a flat car with oversized tires that the idea was you hit a wall and instead of flipping over. Yeah, it, it, it's just OK. Yeah. You just keep going. And yeah. so I did that on jumps, too. And I was like purposely trying to crash it. Uh, it was what a time to be alive. I loved I loved my RC cars, man. I'm, I think my stepbrother had that. Uh, my my stepbrother got into it uh, again. He was two years younger than me. He's, he's your age. Um he got into it pretty heavy. And then my stepdad got into it with them. And You're making they, it sound like a drug. <laughs> he got well, into it no, heavy. I mean, it, it, it <laughs> I, gets I know, real serious. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all joking aside, dude, I've seen they, cause RC is still huge, especially now with it drones. Is. Yeah. Uh, dude, it's not in, I, you mentioned battery life. I have one little drone that I've, I've never flown, uh, but I have one little drone that, the battery life's like 15 minutes and it takes three hours to charge. So it's exactly yeah. like that. So, I guess we're kind of back to that, but <laughs> I saw a couple of years ago where there's this group that does RC naval battles, like full on cool. <laughs> out on the lake. Okay. And they have get this shit aircraft carriers where wow. you can have RC planes taking off on the aircraft carrier <laughs> and going and torpedoing other ships on the water and sinking them and then land back on the aircraft carrier. All right, no one needs that. That's a little. That's a little too much. Dude, no way. That's amazing. That's crazy. But the, the recovery is uh, when they go underwater. They like pop a, a balloon at a certain point out the back and floats. Little buoy floats up to the top, and you can go recover them. So oh they get their God. they get their stuff back. Hey, I mean, I'm not gonna tell them they're having fun wrong. I think that's really that's friggin' sweet. Yeah. yeah. I, I I'm not I, I'm not into that life, but. I could see myself getting into that. 
<laughs> to that life. That's pretty If I cool. was in the park and I walked by that, I would just be like, yes, this is what I'm watching for the next three hours. <laughs> oh, 100%. You would sit there and watch that. So. Okay. Well, that's a solid number four. I think we're rounding the corner here, guys. A pretty, uh, pretty quick uh, list here. Tom, why don't you finish up uh, the round here with your first – your number, the number five for you, sir. Your number five. Uh, so my number five is a year in the making. It took me a year to get this. Oh boy. Um, so that was my first PC. Okay. It took me a lot because I had to. So one Christmas, I, I asked my dad for a, a computer, and he was like, "Ah, no, you don't need a computer." Because back in the sixth grade, I got a laptop. Uh, because that was like a thing in our, our elementary school where sixth graders would get laptops. You'd learn how to type. You'd do all your assignments on it. Wow. Um, and that, after sixth grade, sat in my dad's room on top of his closet for, I think, about 12 or 13 more years. <laughs> Just sitting there gathering dust. But I wanted a computer because Mike played Ultima Online. Yeah. And the thing about that is it's an online game. So I also had to convince my dad to get internet because at that point we didn't have internet. <laughs> yeah. And I, it took me a year of talking to him because the PC without the internet didn't make any sense because I wanted to play a game on the computer that needed the internet. So I had to convince him of both those things. And over a year I whittled them down to getting a computer. And then he got a second line in my bedroom for internet for me so that I wouldn't like take up the phone time, which meant I could play all day long when wow. other people had to worry about that dial up, taking up the phone line. That's a big, that's so, a big moment. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah. So my stepdad at this time, he worked from his home office, which was their bedroom. That's where the computer was. And uh, when he got that second line, when he got that business line, game changer. Yeah. Game changer. Oof. Big, big shift. Um, never had very, yeah, no, never had a computer of my own at uh, growing up. There's no way that wasn't going to happen. No chance uh, in yeah. hell. I was either 15 or 16 and I, it just, okay. my friends played this video game and I wanted to play with them. I would go over to Mike's house on the weekends and we'd switch off playing where like he'd play and then he'd like go to sleep and I'd play from like, you know, <laughs> one o'clock to like four o'clock. Then I'd go Jesus, to sleep. Tom. He'd wake up in the morning and he'd play. We'd drink a 24 pack of Mountain Dew yeah. and in like a night and a half. And it was a glorious time. But the moment I got my own PC, that was great. I didn't have to go other places. And then it was a whole new battle once uh, like DSL and then cable uh, came out, like just convincing my dad, oh, we need to upgrade to this new thing. You know, that that old thing, the dial up. Nobody has that anymore. And just <laughs> yeah, another that... year of just being like, no, it's just like it's like twenty dollars more a month. Just we need to upgrade because I need to go faster. I'm dying. Hey, you know how other it takes are going 10 faster. minutes to log on? Imagine if it only <laughs> took five Oh, yeah, gosh. right. Let's cut that down. <laughs> you know those annoying sounds that it makes. We can get rid of those. None of that. Oh <laughs> man, those okay. were great times. Well, that that that's a that's a significant line of demarcation for you, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm a th- that's a cool moment. I I miss Ultima. I never I never played that growing up. We did. Like I said, this was right about the time I was playing computer games for the first time. But they were of the online variety, or not the online, the offline variety. I mean, mm-hmm. Lords of the Realm 2, a couple others. But 
little simulation games or uh, strategy games, things like that. Nothing so much like uh, Ultima. Um, yeah, that was just not heard of. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> I remember David, my brother, older brother, David got in trouble because he was big into the Battletech universe and mm. there was a, a mech warrior game that had just come out. Uh, he liked to play online and he had to actually pay for that. And he was trying to convince my mom to like, let him pay like a monthly subscription so he can go do that. And she's like, no, what <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay. Actually, th- yeah. That, that was part of it too, is I had to convince him because Ultima was a monthly subscription also. So there were just a lot of things that I had to convince him. Like you're going to have to sure. pay for internet. You're going to have to pay for yeah. a game subscription and you're never going to see me again. Cause I'm going to be in my room playing all the time. Right. But I won't be doing drugs, dad. I'll yeah. Be, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> listen, this is, this was the first time that these sorts of gaming options were even available. This was not something you know, you're convincing a bunch of boomers like this is not something <laughs> that they grew up with at all. They do not understand. They cannot reconcile what the hell you're talking about. Um, it took a little bit. It took a, You know, I had to do it on my own. There's no way my parents were ever going to pay for that. There's no way in God's green earth. Um, but I'm glad you had that opportunity, buddy. Back yeah. in my day. I liked it, too. <laughs> no, that's how my that's how my folks were. Back in my day. Well, back, back in your day, day fucking sucked. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Yeah, so. my my dad would always think things were scams, and it's like it's not a scam. Okay, it's yeah. the internet. Like the internet's not a scam. What are you talking about? Like anything they don't understand is a scam. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that uh, that'll tie me into my number five is books. Books are a really good Christmas gift. Um, they're kind of they can be a reflection of either the recipient or the giver, or you know, like what you think that they would be interested in. Do you know them or it could be something like uh, this is something I really, really enjoyed. And I really think you would gain, see a lot of value in it. If you sat down and read it, I really think you would like it. Um, And sometimes if you're like me and you've got 25 or more books that are sitting on the shelf that you have that are on the list and you got to go through like, like, shit, I got this and this and this and okay, but now I got this book and now it's got to go to the front of the line. God damn, you know, Eventually, you'll get to it, hopefully, by next Christmas, <laughs> they'll get to it. But uh, if they're reading a series or if they have a favorite author that that you know, it, it's cool to look through the catalog and go see something that they maybe they don't have and get something like it. Um, I remember I was talking about the Battletech books that my older brother read. I got a lot of those, too. Um, Lord of the Rings. When I first mm-hmm. got Lord of the Rings, it was a Christmas gift. Uh, the Belgariad and the Malorian by David Eddings. So I, was re- I read a lot of high fantasy uh, in middle school and high school. And that's the, and I, I would get them as Christmas gifts. So books make, they're really, really good for Christmas. And you can go to half price books um, and find all kinds of great value books out there for cheap. And you can just get 50 bucks worth of books and dole them out to people. Uh, even as stocking stuffers, if you get the smaller kind of uh, paperback, they're also really good stocking stuffers, but I think they make fantastic Christmas presents. What do you guys think? Depends on who you're giving it to for sure. I mean, I, me personally, I love books, so I would be very, very happy. And I have a hard time going into a bookstore because I'm like, Ooh, that looks good. That looks good. But then I'm like, I need to read the ones I have already. I know, so, I know. Yeah. Like I was just saying, I go into half price books. We just went in there, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like a week ago, 
and we're like, hey, let's go look at, oh, no, we only came in here for one thing. And immediately, immediately, we got 10 feet into the store and went, ooh, look at this. And, like, forget it. So that, that store is just dangerous to us. And uh, Barnes & Noble, same thing. Yeah, it's I, I get what you're saying. But you're right. Uh, the recipient, of course, matters. But that's always true no matter what present you're, you're given. I would never buy a book for, like, my step-siblings or my stepdad because they'd never read it. They wouldn't. They wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't know which side to begin reading. <laughs> I honestly don't believe, I think my stepdad has not picked up a book and read it cover to cover in 30 years. I really don't think so. It's just not in his, it's not in his personality to do so. So, um, yeah, of course it, it depends on who, but it's, if you know a person's tastes, um, and you know, maybe like I said, they read high fantasy, but they've never read David Eddings and it's a series that really meant a lot to you get them that first book in the series and get them hooked, you know, that new drug. But sometimes there's also, like I said, there's a little of that trepidation. Cause it's like, God damn it. I've already got like all these books I got to get through. And I'm just, <laughs> where am I going to have the time for this? Ah, so it feels almost like a little bit of a burden. Cause you sort of, you, you kind of feel compelled to read it. Then maybe I'm crazy. I don't know if that makes sense, but I still think it's a good gift. I think books make a good gift. I think it's gift. a good gift for sure. Yeah, it's a good gift. All right. Well, Zach, why don't you finish this off with your number five? Uh, it's hard because I was trying to think of my fifth one, and I I know down in my heart somewhere there's a gift that I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that was a Christmas present, and I really love that, and I use it all the time. So I just went with uh, – there was this gal I was dating a few years back, and she – I'm a huge outdoorsman, if no one knows that, but um, I'd only been snowshoeing a couple times, but uh, she got me a pair of snowshoes because I was really, really wanting some, and – I just more said it in casual passing. I'm like, you know, like I'll, I'll get these at some point. And like I said, e- exactly which ones I want. We went to REI and I'd show her like, yeah, I'm going to buy these at a certain point. And sure as shit, she bought them for me. Uh, so that was amazing. I was really happy. What wasn't amazing is, is she broke up with me the next day, but oh. I still got to keep the snowshoes. So. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, she already bought them. So it's kind of like, so I'm okay with it, but... <laughs> Talk about mixed signals. Uh, Holy yeah, I can, shit. Yeah, I can laugh was, about it now. It's fine. But, you know, it's it was it, it was, was a bummer. A oh, I think I think you'd have <laughs> yeah. to. Plot twist. But I do have those snowshoes still. And, you know, I, I, I use them. They're one of the things that I'm like, these are great. I actually thought about trading them in for smaller ones, but I enjoy them for what they are. And I think that was a cool gift. It was decently thoughtful. She did not need to do that. Um and I guess it was, well, maybe she did that because she knew she was going to break up with me <laughs> to soften the blow. I mean, I mean, it worked. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, I'd just maybe not get a gift. I would just nah. be like, ooh, just a note that says see ya. And then when, he, when you look up, she's gone. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Like a roadrunner thing. So um, <laughs> not, not too bad. Not horrible. But um, one thing I did want to ask you guys is I noticed we have a lot of uh, tangible things on this uh, list. A lot of items. Do do any of you have a an experience that you received as a Christmas gift that you want to talk about? I really want to, and the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> I really was like, I was talking to Mandy about it. She's like, what about tickets? Tickets to something? Tickets yeah. to an event? Tickets? I'm like, never. Tickets in to the my gun li- show? <laughs> never in my life. Never ever even remotely and how dare you and you know what i concur with eric on that one 
I've always gotten things, not experiences. Yeah. The Weird. closest thing to an experience I got is like, you know, getting that baseball mitt. It's like you're going to be playing Little League in a couple months. Like, that's the closest thing. I mean, a bicycle, you know, you can go out and ride a bike or whatever, but. But that's still a thing. That's yeah, still that's a thing. still a thing. It's still a thing. It sure um, is. Yeah. It's a thing that takes you to other things. That's true. I know it's Ooh. true. Or you can crash. I um, did. My experience was uh, when we I was. wrote it on the ice because we're <laughs> stupid. But if we weren't waiting till the ice to thaw. That's even dumber. No way. I was I was twelve, and all my friends were snowboarding, and I really wanted to go on the ski bus, and I wanted to take lessons because I just wanted to learn. And my mom bought me it. So wow. on the tree was a little piece of paper that just said ski bus, and I was like, yeah. So I got like six lessons, and I got my my rental gear paid for, and then the you know the. Um, if anybody doesn't know what a ski bus is, it picks you up in a certain town, like it was our hometown, and it would drive us up to Mount Baker to go snowboarding all day, and it was awesome. So anyways, 12-year-old kid, what are you going to do, right? So yeah, uh, that's how I learned how to snowboard. Uh, I actually skipped some of the lessons just because I picked it up really quick, but um, I mean, I've been snow- snowboarding since I was 12, and I took a 10-year hiatus, but I got back into it last year, and I went up for the first time again this year. Um, for the season and I'm super stoked because like I bought a whole bunch of new gear and all that shit and it's it's awesome. So I'm very thankful for that because I love snowboarding and uh, that was a very integral moment in my life. Was That's the ski great. Bus ticket. So. Well, I definitely uh, I, I certainly asked for that. <laughs> I, I absolutely asked for that exact thing that you just mentioned. That's really cool. Uh, no, sir. No, I never had anything remotely. Not nothing, nothing like that at all. <laughs> nope. That would have been cool, though. Would have been cool. Would have been cool. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that they'd actually had a ski bus that can come out and pick you up and take you up there. Because that's the thing that's like prevented me from wanting to go up there because I don't want to drive in the snow and the ice. That sounds awful. That sounds terrible. Fuck that. I hate it. <laughs> I'm like looking at the weather report now. It's like, oh, we got a bunch of snow coming in. Ugh, gross. Yeah. I don't want it. I hate it. I like it. I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah. I know you are. I like the snow. Snow's great. Snow's awesome to look at. Snow's great up in the mountains right now. It's so pretty. So pretty to look at. It could stay up there. I'm not interested in driving it. I hate it. What are we doing? It's bullshit. Okay. Well, I think that's our top five for everything. I think we just went through. Uh, is there any honorable mentions? Anything like that? I think I've mentioned a bicycle. That's pretty... Uh, like I said, we, we wrote it on the ice. There's no way we're waiting, you know, immediately just fall over uh, roller skates, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's go down the list here. Thomas had a uh, PlayStation, uh, the Megazord, pajama pants, pizza Christmas, and his first PC is a big boy. Uh, Eric, myself, <laughs> uh, video game devices, Game Boys, Sega, things like that. Sports stuff. Clothes, Legos, and books. Zach had an N64, Power Rangers figures, an air fryer, Tyco Python RC car, and snowshoes. That's a pretty comprehensive list there, guys. There's a I'm giving jewelry. I mean, giving jewelry is really good. You know, if you have someone to give jewelry to. Yep. I don't think we go there. But that's a tricky mm. one. That's a lot. That's that's also like, you know, with clothes, that's real tricky. That could backfire. And that's an expensive uh, mistake to make. 
I, I'm in a marriage where we don't care if we're surprised or not. So I ask what jewelry she wants. Yeah. I typically oh. only one time that I buy something that she on that was, it was a string of pearls and it was actually a big hit. I, uh, I flipped the, flipped the coin and I, you know, it's a big hit. So. <laughs> All right. Now, actually, before we go in the spirit of the holiday season, I want to do something kind of fun to let the listeners uh, know a little more about us. Now, we know each other pretty well, but I don't know if I could uh, guess some of these for Eric, so it's going to be fun, or Tom. (laughs) But uh, rapid fire, we're going to go with our favorites for these holiday items. So, Eric, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Favorite holiday treat? Uh, That would be pie. Ooh, I do like pie. Uh, Favorite holiday candy? Candy cane. Nice, classic. Favorite holiday movie? Year Without a Santa Claus. The animated one? The claymation one? The claymation one, yeah. Nice. Uh, favorite favorite holiday song? Uh, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Good choice. And finally, favorite holiday meal? Uh, that is a, uh, a Christmas ham. Ooh, a nice big glazed ham. Yes. Yummy. Good choices, sir. Thank you, sir. Thomas, are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay. Favorite holiday treat? Eggnog, delicious. <laughs> very good, very good. I like it. Uh, favorite holiday candy? I agree with Eric. Candy cane. Wow, really? Favorite holiday <laughs> movie? Die Hard. Come on. Oh, yikes. Uh, favorite holiday song? <laughs> I'm going to go with Silent Light, specifically by Johnny Cash. Okay. Uh, favorite holiday meal? Uh, fondue. We do fondue every Christmas Eve. Wow. Look at you guys. You guys are awesome. (laughs) I dig it. All right, Zach. I got your list coming up right here. So favorite holiday treat. Gingerbread cookies. How about candy? Oh, my favorite candy. Uh, Actually, it's the only time of year that I eat these, but lifesavers because they come in the little book and you get them in the stocking stuffer and they're really good for some reason. And something like they have a hot buttered rum uh, lifesaver too, which is actually really good. (laughs) Uh, Holiday movie. Uh, I'm going to say Christmas vacation. Uh, holiday song. Uh, Wham, Last Christmas. The best Christmas song of all time. Whatever you say. Uh, <laughs> holiday meal. <laughs> I gotta go with Eric with a ham. I love, oh man, love me a good holiday honey ham. Oof, mm-hmm. sounds mm-hmm. good with some potatoes and some broccoli and some other things. Ooh, 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 yummy. Oh yeah. So Succulent and juicy sweet. Well, there we go. Awesome, guys. Cool. Sounds fun. All right. Well, all righty. Thank you for tuning in to the Top 5 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Podcast Top 5, at ZachDale60, at TomTop5, and at E underscore Shane, where you can give us ideas, tell us if we're crazy, or even suggest a topic for a future episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Spotify now has a rating system, so... Five stars, baby. Thank you. And remember, it is okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. It's Christmas Eve. It's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer, we smile a little easier, and we cheer a little more. Happy holidays. Christmas. There's no coming down. (laughs) All right. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. (laughs) 